The Lightning Audio Network presents Martini Mondays with Phil Esposito and Bobby the Chief Taylor. Have a seat, grab a cocktail, and enjoy the show. Here's Espo and Chief. Yeah, let's talk about the exciting, fascinating, wild all-star game that's coming up. You know what it is? Baloney. <laughs> people don't understand, don't realize, I guess, but I think there's a lot of old people, uh, and there's not too many that are older than you and I, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a few people, I'm sure, I don't know if they remember this, but the All-Star game, when it started, was the Stanley Cup champions yep. played an all-star, all-star team, team from the rest of the league. And they played before the season before started. Before the season started. And it was it was a tough game. Oh, it was because everybody wanted to take their due diligence and get their uh, frustrations out on the Plus, team that beat them all. I think it was like 500 bucks a winning team, 250 for the losing team. Yeah. You think I'm joking? Per player. No, you're right. Per player. 250 per player. bucks for the losing team. <laughs> 500 for the winner. I know. That was like, okay, we're going. That 500 bucks, man. Well, know? that was when gas was 20 cents a gallon, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. You're, you're, you're right. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, okay. I uh, but I remember, the like, I played in 10 of them, I think. That's Maybe, all? Or 11? I don't know. You had to play in every one, I thought. 80 was my last, same as Wayne's was oh, his yeah, first, yeah, 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 yeah. and Gordy's last, and my brother Tony's last. Yeah, yeah. Tony, in fact, played with a broken uh, thumb. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you know what? How many guys? I can remember, just, I'll just, one thing. People don't understand. We used to play with those oh, things. <laughs> Paul Holmgren, who ran, ran the Flyers for right, our president and everything. right. Paul Holmgren, when we when and it was in the eighties, good and guy, we, and we went to play Gretzky in the, in, in in Edmonton for the for the cup, and they beat us in the cup. This was I in remember the 80s. that. Yeah, Paul Holmgren had a broken bone in his back and missed four days, not games, four days, days. because we played Quebec. Well, times have Joy changed. Joy Sackey played too. in Quebec. Then, and we played Quebec, we beat them to go to the finals to play Edmonton. And this is what I'm talking about, how players back then, I mean, we didn't have all this sports And we're not saying whether it's right or wrong. No, no, I'm just saying how different it was because there wasn't a lot of sports medicine back then. I was interviewed one time by a woman in Canada, oh golly, many, many years ago. And... Did you get her number? I was retired. <laughs> Actually, I was still married to the other wife. But um, I might have tried, though. <laughs> I'm sure I did. Yeah, oh, I'm my sure. kitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but anyway, she says, did you guys wear the same equipment that the players wear now? And I says, well, basically, yes. This was in the 90s, Chief. Yeah. And I says, yeah. She says, I said, well, you know, skates, and you wear your skates, and there's shin pads and stockings and uh, um, uh, a garter belt and an inner jock. And she said, oh, a garter belt? I said, well, yeah, you have to hold up the stockings where you put your shin pads in. And sometimes you even put a dime or a penny and you didn't do a dime because if it fell out on the ice, you couldn't see, see it. So yeah. you put a penny. Yeah. And you put a penny in there to hold 
like the clip the clip yeah. yeah and she said you're kidding i said no <laughs> and she looked at me and she said was it black and frilly and i said to myself oh she wants to play does she? <laughs> that's what i said to myself okay and i said no no plain old white thing and we wore little side things in our pants and and things over the front like the block we had nothing in the backside. Um, elbow pads, little elbow pads, uh, shoulder pad. They were like caps. Yeah, they were just soft. Yeah. And the shoulder pads were soft. Yeah. And that's it. And she said to me, well, wait a minute. You, you didn't wear a helmet? I says, no. I says, no, I never wore a helmet. She says, you wore a cup, though. I said, of course I wore a cup. She said, why would you wear a cup and not a helmet? And I looked her right in the eye, Chief. I said, because you can always get somebody to do your thinking for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm going to tell you. That's great. I'm telling you, she didn't know what. And the switchboard, they told me when I walked out, lit up like crazy. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, she laughed. Oh, Thank yeah. God. Okay. Oh. Speaking and, of equipment, honestly, I know we're going to digress you, but. Ben Bishop, when he was here, and I, yeah, we came in and they did a piece for for uh, Fox Sports back then. They did a piece on the difference in goalie equipment back when I played. I did it too. And back then, well, I had to go to hat tricks to get my equipment off the damn wall because my 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 equipment I gave to Stevie and, and Johnny up in hat tricks to to come down and, and show it to him. And my pads were full of deer hair. You know, my shoulder pads were like that hunting under <laughs> underwear. I've seen Tony's belly pad, oh, please. I had a belly pad from a baseball. It was about an inch thick. You know? I know. And, and Ben's, we're comparing, and I'm seeing his, and I'm looking at it. And he's looking at me, and his eyes were getting bigger and bigger and like, bigger. How'd you wear this He crap? says, I would never have been a goalie if I only knew I had to wear that stuff. <laughs> he says, what were you thinking, Chief? I says, now you know why I was a goalie. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> uh, but the equipment nowadays is so, I think it causes more injuries than it protects. Really? Yeah. I don't think you'd have concussions uh, because guys get hit in the shoulder with the shoulder in the jaw more than anything or the elbow in the jaw. Yeah. Uh, or in the head. Yeah. And if you can't put a bullet through this stinking... You can't. I know. Yeah. I mean, so it's got to go somewhere. It's hard, yeah. Uh, it's hard. We used to have that thick foam. You know what I mean? Yeah, So yeah. it gave. You'd still get your bell rung a little bit, but yeah. it would give. And, like, I remember skating beside Gordy Howe once, just skating up the ice, and Gordy just give me a freaking elbow while I was skating beside him but it knocked me today it would have knocked me out yeah would have knocked me out yeah and everybody you know and there was one other thing in today's game that I think I don't like I don't like when a guy gets a good solid hit that somebody runs in and starts fighting yeah I think that's ridiculous take the hit if you remember got your head it, down you got your head down it's take your fault. the hit Remember it if you don't like it. You know the guy's number. Yep. Yep. Sooner or later, you but get you him back what? or talk to your line mates. 
Sooner we're up seven two. I want that guy. Yeah, but you know what? They don't teach certain things either. When we played, they never taught you to go straight into the boards to pick up the puck. Ever always on an angle. Always on an angle, so you could see your perfect vision to see the angle. And that's why these guys are getting killed because they go straight in. Well, they're taught that in minor hockey. Yeah, and they got that stop sign on their shirt. Yeah, exactly, and that's ridiculous. You got to teach kids how to protect it's like themselves. Like Enrico Ciccone in Quebec City, he made his career out of fighting. A, out of fighting, he's banning fighting over there because he's a senator or something up there. Member of parliament. Member for sure. of parliament or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And banning fighting. Uh, come on! First place, you got full shields on. What the hell are you going to fight? Yeah, and you know what? What people are forgetting, we're in the entertainment business. How many times that it's, uh, oh. people have told me, including coaches, yeah. you are in the entertainment business, no different than if you're on stage every night doing a exactly. play. Exactly. So what brings people out of the stands, out of their seats? A goal? Yep. A big a hit. A big hit. And a fight. And a fight. And we'll put a half a mark on there, a great save by a goalie. Yes, that does too. So we got three and a half. And not often you really get hurt in a fight? No. Certainly. Not now. Christ. With you, the helmets you, and all see, that? You hurt yourself when you hound, ha yeah. hammer him with the fight. But, and you know, it, it, we got to understand that. That You know, they keep saying, oh, we got to clean up. No. The sinew of hockey is that. It's been the sinew of hockey since 1930. There's certain things in sports. I don't care what sport you talk about. You do the same thing over and over again. You hit the cutoff man in baseball. You turn the double play when Ty Cobb turned the double right. play. It's the same as you do now. Yep. So what are you doing now? You take the man. You yep. take the man. It's a physical game. That's when I laughed. I, I forget where I was. And I told people... One time I said, you know what? There's a big uniform change coming. I was at a, a, with the fans. I talked with I says, yeah, next year, I, you know, I, I don't want to spill the beans or anything, but there's a big uniform change coming next, next year. And I'll be, oh, what happened? I says, they're wearing tutus. <laughs> well, everybody started. They looked at me, then they started laughing. I says, hockey is a tough sport paid, played by tough guys. Do not take that toughness out of the game because it becomes very, very boring. Yep. And the other thing is with hockey, there's no stepping out of bounds. No. Like in basketball or football. Yep. And baseball, you know, the ball goes into the crowd. You can't, you know, you yeah. got room. Yep. Hockey, there's no room. No. You run out and you go into boards that are cemented in. I don't want to say, but they're solid. Yeah. The Bruins, Boston Garden used to give, the boards would sling about two feet, two, three feet sling, so that you would get absorbed. Yeah, yeah. And I think Chicago Stadium, I think all the stadiums did. Kind of like the, that. The new ones came out with yeah. the high glass. Yeah. And once they put the high glass, they found they couldn't sustain the high glass. Exactly. So they put the solid boards in. And once they put the solid boards in, more injuries occurred. Yep. Because they tried to protect the fans with the pucks. 
There's no doubt when you go to a hockey game, folks, you pay, especially if you're sitting down. By the goals. uh, By the goals. And by the, I don't care if they got mesh or anything else. And by the benches and stuff, you've got to keep your eye on the puck. Yep. You've got to keep your eye on the play or else you're going to get nailed. It could be random nowadays, but back then it was pretty prevalent. Yeah. There's no doubt. Uh, You know what? I was thinking, I was telling people this the other day. Remember when we were first came in into the league? We had iron mesh, like a frost fence behind the net. Absolutely. I remember this girl. Yeah, and and the boards never had anything above the boards going up the sides. Nothing. Nothing. Junior hockey like that. Yeah. I remember getting hit. Right to the bath, and this girl spit in my face. I said, Jesus. I looked at her. She was ugly, or I would have said something nice. Well, I, same thing with me. And I was telling this, I, I, was, I, I met with some uh, sponsors uh, the other day, and we were talking. I said, I can remember when I was sent to Cleveland, or I was sent to the Quebec City, and we played in Cleveland. That was the minor league team, the Cleveland Barons. And there was mesh, iron mesh behind the net. And this one woman would absolutely, she had a mouth on her that would make a marine blush. And you could hear everything. Oh, every, and we never had masks. No. Okay, so yelling and screaming. So finally, I'm, I'm trying to be very subtle. <laughs> and I'm, you know how you, you clean the ice and go oh, back. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I just kind of tried to peek up there. And I looked, and she was looking right at me. There was this gorgeous blonde with a mink coat on, jewelry that came right out of, uh, out of uh, the fanciest jewelry store you want to meet beautiful girl and she looked at me says yeah mf i'm the guy that i'm the person that's yelling at yeah no kidding i was so shocked i would i looked at her and my mouth dropped almost hit to my chin what a waste (laughs) exactly (laughs) but you're going i mean really it's unbelievable but that was what it was like back in those days yeah look it was different ball game it was different hockey game it was different everything yeah and I, look, but we, you can't take the sinew out of the game, Phil. No, you, you can't. can't take the passion out of the game. No, and 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 if you're taking fighting out, of it, you, they don't fight that much anyway. No, they don't. But you can't take the physical play out of the game. You know, it, it, football's yeah. getting that way but too. Do, Chief, do you agree with the pushing, shoving after a whistle in front of the net? Well, you, does that you, make sense? To you? No, it doesn't. But you know why? They can do it because eh, they're not getting caught. Nobody's going to fight. No, you're going to push and shove. You know what? And what I don't like is when you're jabbing at the goalie yeah. and the guy comes in and clears you out and then they think the guy that comes in and clears you out is in the wrong. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Can you imagine? I know, but the guy that comes in and clears out usually starts punching. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And that I don't agree with. Come in and push the son of a gun out. He's going to fall down or else he's going to go back and if you see that he's ready to drop the gloves, then you go. But you don't jump on him and start fighting. I, I just don't think that. And, uh, you know, once a guy's down, guys would stop. Oh, yeah. Guys would stop unless yeah. you really, really lose it. <laughs> and I've, you know guys that would lose it. Oh, yeah. And I know guys that would lose it. Well, you, you know, I mean, it's such a different game now because you can't touch guys. But you and I both know Eddie Van Imp. Oh, boy. Eddie played with you in he Chicago. Was the biggest spear I've ever oh, played against and with. man. I w- he was my savior because I never had a screenshot. <laughs> Nobody wanted to come near him. Oh, man, he'd spear you. Oh. He would spear you in the groin. Oh. He'd spear you in the stomach. It oh. didn't matter. Yeah. You watch those old movies with the swords and all that. His, well, you know why he, he did that, huh? 
Because he, he couldn't, couldn't move. He, he couldn't skate. He went, I love Funny Eddie story. Bennett. Funny story. We're playing in Atlanta when Atlanta first had the team, the Atlanta Flames, before they moved to Calgary. All right, Jacques Richard, who played with um, right. Guy Lafleur. I remember Jacques. Jacques came down to give it the dipsy doodle, took a shot, just missed my ears going over there. And he, he made Eddie what he thought was a fool. Goes there, Eddie goes over to him at the faceoff and says, don't ever do that again, kid. And, of course, Jacques Richard's this young upstart French kid. Right? Half a period later, comes down, he tries the same thing. He's laying in the corner. Over there, I look over there, and he's huddled up in the corner. Eddie comes out of the corner, and I swear this is the truth. He had a tuft of his hair on the end of his stick. He says, I told that kid not to do that again. <laughs> and I looked at him, and he said, well, you sure got him, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and it was a different game, he, but it was... But I'm saying is that, you know... God, it was fun to play, though, oh, wasn't gosh, it? Oh, gosh, was it ever. Do I miss playing? I, I still miss playing. Funny thing, I asked Wayne if you missed it. He says, you know, he doesn't miss it at all. I guess he's satisfied. You know what? I, never, I was never you know, satisfied you know with what? what I did. One of the things that I... You know what really saddened me when Gretz was going at the end? Because when he went to New York, right? yeah. I don't think he was as appreciated like like he was before. Like, like no, he wasn't. Because like they didn't he, win. New Yorkers fans. Yeah, you, you win. You're they here. love you. Yeah, because you don't win. Let me tell you. I think, and you disagree or agree with me, but for me, Gretzky changed the face of hockey mm -hmm. for us because when he went, like or changed it. Because yeah, but but he changed it for the the. People watching because he went to LA. Yes, no doubt about and it. And then when he went to LA, that LA franchise was unbelievable. Like that. Now, all these so called non hockey markets started to look at hockey because they heard so much about Gretzky and, you know, and how great he was. You know. it, but yet, Los Angeles was there from 1967. I know, but they didn't change, they, they weren't as. Ex as uh, uh, enthralled with hockey as they were until no, Gretzky because got there. Gretzky went there, yeah, and the television expanded. Exactly, it's all about that. Yes, it's all about having like in basketball years ago. Yeah, they had Bird. Yeah, Doctor J. Doctor J. They had wait a minute, and in, in, in Philadelphia, Bird in Boston. Uh, they had Jordan and Pippen and. Chicago, Chicago, they had Alcindor and and uh, New York, New York. Oh no, I mean in L.A. Uh, he went from Milwaukee bar and Magic Johnson. Yep, in Los Angeles, but yep. they didn't have anybody in New York. Oh, think about it. After Dave DeBusher, they didn't really have anybody until they got Patrick Ewing. That's right. And when they got Patrick Ewing, television yep. went berserk. Yeah, that's right. But when L.A. got L.A. Uh, got Vet Gretzky, that's when hockey really started to go. Because they also were in the new stadium. Yeah. The old stadium, and you know that place, it was jammed. It was yeah. packed all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. And, but I liked playing it because the glass was right there, and Rhonda Fleming, that woman, I'll oh, never forget it, yeah. and George Kennedy, who <laughs> got mad at me because I give her a kiss, I blew right to that. <laughs> What a sick man. I, but uh, I had so much fun. 
So much fun. I like playing in L.A. I scored my 59th and 60th to break the record of Bobby Hull in Los Angeles. Did you really? Yep. And nobody back east was up. (laughs) (laughs) My problem, right? That's just the way it goes. Had I scored it in New York or I scored it in Boston, big time difference, right? Think about it when expansion came in. That's when I came to Or Toronto. If I had scored it in Toronto, whoa. Oh, I know. But... But everybody would circle the calendar when we'd go to the West Coast. It was a vacation. Oh, it, it was, was a, great. You'd lay around that Marriott Hotel with the sun, oh. baking in the sun. A couple of good little bars. Melody Bar was one. The Melody Bar was awesome. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? That's a st- X-rated story I have on the Melody Bar. Yeah, we bar. can't. We, we can't do that. Well, Chief, we come to another <laughs> end of uh, this. Uh, sooner or later, we're going to have some folks come over here to Bernini's if you want to participate and sit here. We'll put a schedule out or something. We're working on that, and uh, you can see. You might here. even tell the R-rated stories. Then. Yeah, <laughs> we'll tell the R-rated stories off the air. Off the air with the crew, unless yeah. Our producer says it's okay. It's okay, exactly. (laughs) Then we'll put all the blame on him if it's not. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Anyway, see you soon, folks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Martini Mondays with Phil Esposito and Bobby the Chief Taylor. New episodes drop every Monday in your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to tip your waitress and leave us a five-star review.